Well, welcome to another episode of It's Not a Lecture, Just a Thought. I'm Dion Foster, and it's such a joy to be able to share this next episode with you. Now, just to mention that uh, Alan's story and I have been going through these episodes, looking at how we can read the Bible from the perspectives of justice and peace. And you may have noticed that each four podcast episodes actually makes up one single theme. And uh, this is uh, the fifth podcast, so that means we're entering into a new theme. And uh, the reason for this was that when we recorded these originally, they were recorded for release on radio throughout Africa and Europe and Asia and and Latin America. And uh, so they had to be about five to seven minutes in length so that they could fit in between radio adverts. But um, now we're releasing each one as a small bite-sized episode under 10 minutes. So our first episode um, in this next series, we're still dealing with biblical hermeneutics and how we approach the biblical text, what it means to read the text, what it means to receive the text, so text reception, um, that episode is going to be up next. DNA, DNA, DNA with Dion and Alan. Hi, this is Dion and I'm sitting with Alan and uh, we're continuing to talk about the ways in which we read scripture and uh, how we can do that to discover and bring life. And Alan, it's great to be with you again today. And uh, I'd like to kick off this first segment that we're doing by asking you just to give us a few more tips on how we can read scripture responsibly and in in a Christian manner. Thanks, Dion. It's great to be back with you. Um, Yes, when I speak to people, often I hear that people are struggling to read Scripture. How how do you read the passage of Scripture? And one of the things that I found really helpful is to enter the Scripture with a couple of questions. And the questions act as a lens through which one will then engage the Scripture. So there there are four questions. Uh, The first question is, what does the passage say about God? The second, what does the passage say about human beings? Third, what does the passage say about creation? Fourth, what does the passage say about the relationship between God, human beings, and creation? Now, then you want to just unpack those, those four questions for us, and just as you go through, repeat them. I just want to let them sink in a little bit and, and get some understanding of, of what you mean. Okay, so give you an example. Um, I'm a preacher, Dion, and some nights I've got to confess on Saturday night I don't have a sermon. I've been there. Yeah, have you been there? <laughs> and it's difficult. So sometimes I'm reading a passage of Scripture on Saturday night, and what I do is I take four separate pieces of paper, and I simply write four headings, God, humanity, creation, and relationship, each on a separate page. And then when I read the passage of Scripture, I write down anything and everything that this passage is telling me about God. Then on the next piece of paper, I write down anything and everything it's telling me about human beings. What am I learning about human beings? Um, The good and the bad. I learn the next page, what is it saying about creation? And finally, what is this relationship um, between? Now, it helps so much, Dion. Let me give you an example. If we have to take the story of God encountering Moses in the wilderness, in the burning bush, Mm. I don't know if you've been a part of some Bible studies, John, where that particular scripture can divide the group in two. 
There are some who say, yes, that's exactly literally how it happened. And others who say, no, it's uh, it's a metaphor. It's a parable. It's um, part of the imagination, etc. Have you had that? And sometimes the Bible study group can split in two and people can just be at odds arguing. Absolutely. And I mean, it's the same text they're reading, but people hold such different views about its truth in a sense. That's right. Because some are saying it's factually true, some are saying it's, it's not. And you can spend the whole evening arguing. When you ask these questions, I believe, Dion, that these questions can take both groups to a deeper level of, of meaning in the text. So, for example, both groups can ask, but hang on, what do we learn about God? Now, let's maybe do this together, Dion. Let's work on that text. We've got God meeting Moses, encountering Moses through this bush that's burning but not being consumed. So let's ask the question, what do we learn about God? I think one of the first things I would say is that God's relational. He he relates or God relates to Moses. Wonderful. God's relational. God makes an effort to get our attention. Isn't that right? Yeah, absolutely. What else? Um, I'd say, uh, you know, God is present in nature. Yes. In wonderful. a bush and in extraordinary ways. That's it. In a burning bush. <laughs> so there's mystery that surrounds God's presence. There's mystery that we may not be able to fully understand. Yeah. So we're learning about God here. Now, what do we know about, um, what do we know about humanity from that story? We can certainly see that, um, that Moses is afraid. Right. So sometimes people are, are fearful. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was uncertain. Right. We can learn that human beings have within them this need and ability to engage with the divine, yep. to engage with God, yep. to converse with God. We were made for relationship with God. Yeah, Mo- Moses goes in there to, to speak to God and discover things about God and about himself and about people, right. the world. And what do we learn about creation? Um, I think we learn that, uh, that certainly I think about it, that uh, creation is, is filled with the presence of God. God is present mm. in creation. Lovely, yeah. So that, that God is not reduced to creation, but God can come to us through creation. Mm-hmm. It's wonderful. So if we had to look at now, what do we learn about the relationship between all of those? I think the one thing that it teaches us is that um, all of these elements are, are part of God's plan to bring us closer to, to God's self. And, and uh, we can learn something very important about those relationships together in the text. Absolutely. And we learn that, remember who Moses was. Moses, Dion, was a murderer. Mm. He was on the run. He was one of the people that many today would ask for the death penalty. Yep. And what do we learn? we learn that God comes to him, yeah. that God doesn't give up on people, that the world may want to string them up high, and God says, hang on, I've still got use for you. That's wonderful. Now let's see if we can take that a little bit further in our next section and return to those four. If you are stirred by this message and would like to get in touch with us, please send us a text to plus two seven seven eight two seven eight five three hundred. For more audio and information on this series, please visit www.mannerandmercy.org. Well, 
Well, thanks for listening to another episode of It's Not a Lecture, Just a Thought. And uh, Ellen and I appreciate your journeying with us as we read through the Bible. And uh, soon we're going to be getting into the various books of the Bible, seeing how we can approach them from the perspectives of justice and peace. And as we mentioned each in each episode, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, we have had contact from listeners all over the world, in the United Kingdom, in Sweden, uh, in the Americas. It's been absolutely wonderful throughout Africa. And you can do that by finding our details in the show notes. So just to mention the uh, cell phone number, which is... Uh, contained in each of these episodes was actually intended for the radio broadcasts. So unfortunately, if you send a text message there, we won't receive it. But if you would like to be in contact with us, please just find our details in the show notes. So thanks for listening in today.